0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Just Another Car Show podcast episode 009. We got Park Hill all the way over there. Are you in Dallas or Ohio today, sir? I'm back in Ohio, baby. Back in Ohio, baby. Doing it from all the way in the Midwest. We got Sam here on a Sunday. Unfortunately, we don't have Isaac due to chasing the bag and Sam due to... Also chasing a different bag, but it's it's a bag. (laughs) A bag. A health bag? A health bag. A health bag. All right, yeah, so we got Sam and Park on a Sunday. As always, we're moving in with the My Time Behind the Wheel to start. We are starting out this segment with the Ford Bronco. For those of you who are following on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, and, well, even Spotify and Apple Podcasts, too, now.
1: If you're not, what are you doing?
0: Oh, if you're not, what are you doing? You got to catch up with the times. Come on. Yeah. If If you are following, you saw that we just recently reviewed a 2021 ford bronco we had the big bend sasquatch package starting off i mean park i know you have a ton of thoughts on this car just seeing the review and probably a little bit of envy that that you didn't get an opportunity to drive it
1: all the envy in the world yeah i mean it looks amazing i'm i'm really proud of ford for for what they did bringing it back uh, you know i think uh, when you have a little bit of a uh foreshadowing for the rest of the show but When you look at some of the other cars that they've brought back they haven't done a good job with it you know i think some of the early camaros and challengers and the chargers kind of like we're pulling marketing dollars out here boys because we need to do something but i think bronco did a phenomenal job it just looks amazing everything i've heard it handles really well it does off-roading really well so i'm excited to hear y'all's thoughts from your time behind the wheel
0: there, okay, there you go. Good, hey. pick, good pitch hey. back to us there. Hey. Okay, so that's kind of the first The first thought is that we actually talked about this after the fact that we filmed the video, but we thought the opening point should low-key be like, this is a lesson in economics, okay? And bear with me here, Park. But in economics, and especially capitalism, you see that when another competitor enters the market, it generally pushes that product to become better, right? Mm-hmm. And what is an item that we have not seen get better since maybe its development? Is it's had a couple like little ones, but yeah. Like not in a, the a long time. Like scheme yeah. of it has not gotten better since the original release of the Jeep Wrangler. And so this is kind of what we're saying with the Ford Bronco. Yeah. Now you have something in the market that can push that original product to become better. And that's really what we kind of felt the Bronco was doing. So starting off, like, I kind of want to get your thoughts on, like, exterior and overall build quality. Because even just, like, exterior looking at a Jeep or moving around through a Jeep, you start to notice some pieces of build quality lacking there.
2: I mean, yeah, I thought it was a really, really, really cool car. I mean, we, we drove around it for basically an entire day. We, we got it at, what, 9 a.m. And we didn't stop yeah, driving yeah. it literally the end inter- we, we got back and it was dark out
0: it's like probably we probably drove it for like 11 hours or we're like in the car we were in
2: the car for a really really long time um and yeah it was it was really cool i mean i've driven a few jeeps and i've been in a bunch of jeeps because where i grew up it was very common to have jeeps because everyone goes on the beach and so on and so forth so it's very common to have a jeep so you can drive on the beach but you can also you know drive around town and go to work and so on and, and so you, forth you have
0: a lot of snow and winters yeah we or? have
2: four you need four wheel drive because you know, when it snows you need it and so on and so forth so We've had Jeeps. I've been in a lot of them, and so on and so forth. Um, And comparatively, it—I mean—I think it's a lot better. Um, It's also a lot more technology. We are talking about like most Jeeps I've been in are like pre 2018, like so on and so forth. I don't think
0: they've changed very much since then. This is this was the economic point of like there hasn't been anything pushing Jeep Wrangler specifically Jeep Wrangler specifically the Wrangler to get better.
2: And honestly, Jeep in general, like. Even you know, even where we where we got to review of the Bronco, the Bronco Bronco, like the the full size four door Bronco, but they also have a two door and a Sport as well. And the Sport we haven't driven it, but that's even pushing it like the Cherokee, mm. um, you know, in its way. There's not it, that in the Land Rover. It's it's really pushing it those cars um, to do what it can with those driving experience wise. Uh,
0: our model drove really nice. Dude, I was nervous about the driving. Okay, because I've driven lifted Jeeps, and there's, like, the rumor, the, the unwritten law or whatever of, of lifted Jeeps having, like... Death wobble. Yeah, death wobble and road hum at literally, like, 55. Like, there's a ton of negatives to lifting your Jeep. Right. But everybody does it because it looks cool. So when we got this car and I was like, OK, it's it's lifted from the factory. So I already anticipated a little bit better of a situation. But it, dude, it was as comfortable, if not more comfortable than like an F-150. Like, you know, the comfort sensation you get when you're driving an F-150 or a large truck and you feel like the the height from the road. So you're, you're mm-hmm. already feeling safe. But then. The suspension pack, and we had the Bilstein suspension package because we—that's what you get when you pay the extra eight grand for the Sasquatch package. I didn't feel the road like I felt like we were just kind of floating on it. Like it, it—not I wouldn't say like, no, yeah, a yeah, luxury no.
2: level. No, 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 not definitely not luxury level, but, but like, like <laughs> it was really nice. Like comparatively, the most cars with you know thirty-five inch tires or whatever they were, I mean
0: thirty-five. You're right. Yeah, it yeah.
2: it was really good because like you know normally when you drive like big old meaty tires like that, you're Rubbing on the road. The only thing we heard is our model we drove had a aftermarket exhaust on it, and as much as the EcoBoost is a great engine and I love it because it's really (laughs) well tuned and you can get a lot
0: of horsepower out of it, it sounds like utter crap. Okay, but and this is Park. I don't know because I think you have a V6 EcoBoost, right? I've got I've got the
1: V8 in mine. All right, but I've heard a lot of really good reviews
0: of the, of the V6 EcoBoost? Of yeah, yeah. Of the
1: V6. I, it it outperforms the new ones outperform the V8. Oh my god. And they're it's really perfect nice. Car- they're for like they're great engines. that live in the mountains. Okay, yeah, so Yeah, cuz that that turbo technology is just phenomenal.
0: Cause they have the, it's twin turbo. It's a
2: I think it's a twin turbo V6. Yeah. Um,
1: now
0: are they do do we know just generally? Because a lot of twin turbo setups have it the spool differences, so you get boost in the low torques and then the high torques. I don't know if it's a
2: compound setup or not. I I haven't actually looked that up. I don't know if it's compound or it's just twin turbo. Okay. Like I'm not sure.
0: Do you know Park?
2: I, I oh. do not know. I feel like,
0: given the fact that it's a truck, I'm going to assume that Form probably has a compound. That's, just, that's the term, compound I don't setup. think
2: it does, because, I mean, the whole thing is, the reason you do a co- It's more common on diesels. To do a compound Because you do a one big turbo that, like, is, like, your power maker, and you're, like... And then you have a smaller one to fill in that low-end torque number. Okay. So, like, I don't think that this is really that. I think this is... I, I don't know, though. It, it, honestly... I don't think it is because we only saw one turbo on one side. It wasn't normally when sequential turbos are done, they're oh, done next to each other. Okay. Yeah. The one on the Bronco, it's on the I think it was on the passenger side. It was, yeah. One of the turbos was. And they're just like Garrett turbos.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It the whole engine bay, there's no plastic. So when you look in there, you get to see all the tubing, all the wires, everything like that. And it's a little bewildering
0: at, at first. Cause yeah. we're so you we've been so accustomed to just seeing like a big piece of plastic or on an old muscle car just like the heads right there. Yeah, like it's kind of a wild thing to take in. Even when we first opened yeah. it, we were kind of like, "What the f-? like? Where's everything running?" And but but the turbos are sitting on the side. Like everything looks good. It looks really like well put together.
1: I I would say so, that. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. So. Where is this going to give Jeep a run for its money? You talked about the the economic lesson for today's episode. Where is this going to force Jeep to be a little bit more competitive? Thank you for
0: bringing it back to yes, the economics. Thank you. We <laughs> got to stay on track here.
1: So, I think specifically
2: where the Bronco did a better job than the Jeep is in the transition from a full off-road machine to a street machine. And I think that mm. transition is where the Bronco is going to do a really good job. And I think where it's going to like live is I felt like I could go drive that car off road, climb rocks, go to the beach, do whatever I wanted to, and then go on the highway and drive and not feel like I was had some crazy road noise or I had some like... I just felt like I could
0: go drive it. And every the possibility day. of death like cause let's explain what death wobble is to people. Cause this is a critical thing people don't know generally yeah, with Jeeps.
2: It's 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 it is part of poor maintenance. It is partly a poor maintenance thing. It has to a solid so But it, okay, but it yes. is a thing. Like it is it's a, a thing. thing it's for it's Jeeps. a thing on mostly it was a thing on old solid axle like trucks and cars and so on and so forth and in the fronts. And all it does is basically once you're <laughs> once you uh, once if you're going fast and then all of a sudden you start to get a little bit of wobble in it, so if you turn a little bit one way or the other way, and you kind of swerve
0: to miss a pothole, or something like yeah,
2: that. Yeah, it's mostly like if you're going straight and you like hit maybe you hit a pothole in your hug because when you turn, it kind of turns your wheel a little bit. It basically bounces back and forth endlessly. It literally, the wheels are doing this. Yeah. And you can, if you actually see a cool video of it, and we'll video place here, but <laughs> videos of it, uh, basically the the wheels are actually wobbling back and forth. And I've had it happen to me in LA. I rented a Jeep for a shoot one time because we need to go off road to go, you know, take some equipment back. So I rented a Jeep Right. best option, you know, running a four at, wheel drive, that time, at that time, at that time was well, the best option. Well, four. Yeah. And like a four wheel drive truck is really <laughs> there hard. Were no <laughs> there were no Broncos around. There were no Broncos. <laughs> and I took that car and I got, I went 70 on the highway and I got mega death wobbles. Like I was in the far left lane, you know, driving in LA how, when you drive in the left lane in LA, you are inches from a barrier. Like, yeah, there's no, they don't, there's no, there's no medians it. in the middle. There's no, none of that. You are, there's a barrier. You're left. Barrier. You
0: literally, there's like, there's a thing. Okay. Low key, like, screw all the references of driving in LA, but these are things. Cause like, driving everywhere sucks. And dr- driving here is just like, the references for all the things that could go bad could go bad here. Yes. And, there's literally a point now where I've had to realize when I'm driving and I'm in the left lane, half of my peripherals focus is just my mirror along the barrier. Yes. Like how close is my mirror to the barrier? And so that in a lifted car would be so stressful because then, then half death of your wheel And is then basically right
2: the, there. that's what happened to me is I got death wobbles doing that. And so I then have to, and the only way to stop it is basically to slow down the car enough where it stops. And Luckily, driving old trucks and stuff as growing up, I knew what to do, so I slowed down, put my hazards on, and got all the way the hell over to the right lane somehow. Lucky it was not it wasn't a super busy day. Right. And I was able to slow the car down and regain control. The Bronco is independent front and rear suspension. There you go. That's where I was. Which is for. <laughs> amazing. Um, and we didn't have this one the, the specific one. We didn't have this specific model, but one of the models does have like active body control oh, where it can yeah. actually level your car as you're going over rocks yes. and stuff like those my bot commercials back in the day where like they drove yeah. over speed bumps yeah you know yeah. so like and it and was there yeah. is
0: a clip on the like canadian one of the advertisements we spliced into yeah. the bronco review where they show it in action as the car is moving over a bunch of different rocks and huge divots it's continuing to keep the body like parallel I, I, which is all crazy. Well, technology. it's all—it's
2: really common, and it's something that aftermarket Jeep guys do. They add tons of travel to their car so right. that they can, you know, have half the car sitting up on one side, half the, and down the mountain. And, down. and it, it's mostly traction because if your car is really solid and one wheel lifts off the ground, oh yeah, you've lost traction
0: in that wheel. If exactly. you have traction
2: in all four wheels, you're going to do better. In so, off-road.
0: but the fact that that all comes from the factory, how much of an increase in sell is that? Because all the Jeep stuff, right? I mean. That you see all the lifted jeeps, all the kits, all the wheels, all the changes are are aftermarkets. So how yes. valuable is it now that Ford and, and I, I kind of also think. What do you think about this part? Because you are you are a Ford owner, you know. And so how valuable is it to buy from the factory a car that you know with with literally? Because again, the model we tested was thirty three grand. The Sasquatch package was seven grand. I, I don't know about building an off road kit, but for seven grand I'm pretty sure that's an amazing off road kit. I don't know.
2: I wonder I mean t- tires and wheels can include it too. We have to remember that. That is including tires,
0: wheels, like how much Suspension are tires and wheels just alone gonna cost aftermarket? I don't
1: know. At least four grand. Twenty five hundred? You think four grand?
0: I mean, for that
2: size, it right? was like, like BF Goodrich, like really
1: nice off-road tire. Are top okay, then, tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They
0: and, are bead.
2: Well, they are bead exactly. they No, they're not bead lock wheels. They're like
0: fake bead lock wheels. But they're but they're made in the <laughs> sense that they're they're fake bead lock. But they're fake bead lock in the sense that like you can tell that the engineering is still applied. So like that extra seal on the outside, so that you know your tire won't slip, is still very much applicable to these Ford. Lock wheels. They don't do shit. Oh, you think? No,
2: they don't I do anything. Like I can like, promise you. Okay, they okay. aren't actual bead locks. You can you can remount those tires without taking the bead. Like, if it's a real bead lock, you can't right. ta- you can't take it off without taking off exactly. that ring. Exactly. You can. That's not a bead. Lock, you think? hundred percent. Okay. All right. There's no. I, way. I
0: trust your opinion on it, but it, but looking at it, I guess I guess to Ford
2: Tex would hate hate ford if uh, ford built a wheel that they had to go change wheels on all the time that was a bead lock mm. to take 16 bolts out around the sides just to get the tire off they'd be so mad
0: well <laughs> yeah, okay but to, okay but to someone who doesn't know about that someone who's not in that market it's sold to me i was it like, looks hey, cool it looks badass it looks dope yeah. yeah yeah so i don't know what do you think park I, having that from the factory as part of your sale as part of your sale of your vehicle
1: so i I think that opens up a much much larger conversation uh you know you could take the gt3rs for example you know you could spec out a 911 to be as fast as a gt3rs and save a ton of money doing it i think i i don't know enough about customization but you know you could you could just buy a 350z and get it close enough to that spec For what we do, right? We're not race car drivers. We're not pushing cars to that limit. That same level of investment and customization and uniqueness, I think, applies here. If you're somebody like, sounds like us, who isn't going to take the time and invest and build out a Bronco, then this is great. Definitely not. This is like the greatest thing in the world. If you're a super niche person, then you would never buy this because you can either do it cheaper. You, this doesn't even go far enough, etc., etc. et cetera. Et cetera. Right. But I think it's a, it's a phenomenal strategy to differentiate yourself from, from Jeep and make a ton more money doing it. I mean, they made, they made a point
0: to do that. They made a point to uh, – to, uh, what's the right word I'm looking for? They made a point to appeal. They made a point to appeal to every type of customer because they have six trims of this yes. car. There are six different models for the one car. And at the top, you're paying probably like around 100 grand.
2: I think it was like 80. It was expensive. And you have like driving assists and you have, you know, like, all the mm-hmm. you have all the options you'd ever want. And we I I think that the big the big thing with the Bronco is like, I think we'll see those top models just driven. It's like kind of like you're saying, like the people who are going to off road these cars, if someone's going to do a casual off-road every once in a while, they'll just, you know, buy a normal one and every once in a while might, maybe go off-road. But I think, like, like the package we got, that's, like, the perfect package for, like, someone who is wanting to go on a trail every once in a while. Maybe not a trail trail, but, like, a dirt road. Have some, have some um, fun. You know, like, 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 yeah, like a bumpy dirt yeah, road. Yeah. Um, but they also want to go to the mall every day where I feel like – and then I feel like there's going to be some people who buy the top trim – you know that want a Bronco cuz they think it looks great and it does look great. Right. Um, it look okay, that's it looks awesome. Time out. It yes.
0: looks so good. Yeah, i think it looks I, I i've never liked jeeps but i think it is one of the best big cars now, one of the best looking SUVs now.
2: It does look really really good. It is a really beautiful looking car and i and especially compared to the original one, like it does look like an original one. And that's what is so nice. It's so beautiful about it is like they did a really good job at keeping
0: it, like on a Bronco. It looks like the grandson of the original Bronco. Like yeah. it looks like it is in the same family tree. It doesn't look like they just yeah. put a badge.
2: And you're not like rattling around like you aren't an old one and like <laughs> like doing this you're and like you know. It's comfy. no, it's comfy. Yeah, like we yeah. we drove. I mean, we we probably drove for what three, four, five hours. Total. I'm thinking at least four hours. we drove. Yeah, we were in the car yeah. for a long time, and it was. And we drove on, you know, Canyon roads. We drove on, we didn't really drive on dirt roads, like really dirt roads. We drove on some dirt. Right. Um, and
0: then we drove on highways and all of it felt great. Like, and and it, it inspired the confidence to, like you said, I'm not, maybe, I'm maybe not going to take this to like an off-road course where dudes are taking this legitimately, but I am never stressed about snow. I'm never stressed about living in a place like Wyoming or Texas or Arkansas or mm-hmm. somewhere anywhere out in the middle of nowhere where a lot of these cars get sold. A lot of F-150s get sold. A lot of Jeeps in general get sold. This car I would buy. If I live in the middle of Wyoming, I'm buying this car. I'm, not, I'm looking at like this and a Toyota Tacoma. But then I have to spend 15 grand lifting a Toyota Tacoma.
2: Well, I mean, I mean, Park, this is more for you. I mean, owning an F-150, if you were getting a brand new F-150 versus possibly mm. getting a Bronco, yo, pitch. They it have to it. the same engine. Wait, they have the same engine choices other than the V8. Uh, yeah. the other Bronco <laughs> asterisks. Asterisk. Other than the The, the Bronco V8. <laughs> has a manual option. It has four-wheel drive. And the and by the way. The manual option is only in the four cylinder, which is really dumb. Okay,
0: that's. I really, but, I kind of wish you didn't tell him that as you were pitching to. Him. I know I shouldn't have pitched it, but <laughs> I have like to pitch it. It makes sense, part. but like, you got to pitch him the real deal. It's
2: a manual. You can get a manual if you want it. It has all the off-roading features you'd ever want. The trunk and everything. It does fold the seats down, and you can Dude, go you can open air. Anything. It's really big. There's some weird mechanism and stuff that's a little hard to do, but once you figure out how to get it off, and I'm sure once you do it a couple times, it'd be really easy to do. But yeah. would you now buy a
0: consider
1: you consider don't even, yeah. a Bronco via the F-150? Uh, I already did. Uh, <laughs> Saturday after I watched the video, Yo! <laughs> I looked online. But, dude, Riker, which is a a huge, huge dealer here in Columbus. Yeah, yeah, yeah the msrp on the one that they have which is only a two door i'm not sure which package was on it anyway msrp was 33. dude wants 57k for it what? he jacked it up yeah so that's why that is people a lot of people and trust me i know a lot of people a lot of people they reached out to me and they asked about the the bronco based on the pictures that you all posted Right. And I said, I think it's great. I, I think the reviews are all really good. However, right now, it's so expensive. It's too I think hot. it's going to be so hard to get into one because of the supply chain. And the dealers are just going to jack the price up because they know people are going to buy them. So that's the so, only hesitation I have with, if if I could do a, an even trade right now, I would be very tempted to trade in the F-150 for Yo, for, for real? Review.
0: I know how much you love the F-150. For real, you'd be. You'd be thinking, you'd think about it.
1: Oh, 100%. If that if that Bronco would have been roughly the same price right. that I could get for trade in, I was going to go over there Saturday and test drive it and see what I thought. Hey. Yo,
2: the I great,
0: mean, the review really sold. It. Honestly,
2: <laughs> he's really excited.
1: Honestly,
2: like, I mean, if an F 150 is great, but at the same time, you know, you can fit a lot more people in the Bronco more comfortably. And unless you're using the truck bed extensively, like I'm talking yeah, like if you two by dedicated. fours and plywood. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> unless you're doing
0: that, you can
2: Dude, most of take can
0: the done. Bronco, take the Bronco, take the Bronco for the fun factor. Take the Bronco for the appeal factor. Take the fu- Bronco for the oh, total for the friends factor. to the beach factor. Me? Take all the factors of the Bronco, but I I didn't know that they were gonna be that hot right now. Park, I think that's that's obscene to for a dealership. To well, ask, that's well, a whole other conversation for another day.
2: How dealerships is a really maybe we'll talk they about did that the next. Same thing n- with
0: the Supra. I know they're gonna do. Yeah. Okay, I've been I've been talk I've been putting in work to get my dad to buy the new Z. I know they're gonna do the same thing. They're gonna pull them in for forty. To 40 to 50 MSRP, and they're going to say, Hey, we want 65.
1: Yeah.
0: For a Z. I, okay, you're right. Different conversation. It's a different conversation Different so, time, definitely. Different and maybe we should talk about it
2: in a month. But yeah, it, maybe it next is. Month. Dealerships are a really screwed process right now. And you look at somewhere like Tesla, which has their own problems. And we're, we're Tesla fanboys. But <laughs> uh, Tesla has their own problems. But the idea of being able to reserve a car and yes. get it at the price they're claiming, because. There are dealerships, but you don't have to go through a dealership. You can go right off Tesla's website and order a car. Right. Which is what my little brother
0: did. He literally ordered it on the website, got it later. It might take three years. Yeah.
2: But you're going to get it, and you're going to get that price. Yeah. And and if you ordered it, they're going to update it before they even get it to you. So you're going to have the newest stuff from the newest car without even having to order a new car. Like, you're just always going to get the best stuff. So... I think that it's really interesting. That's a whole other conversation, but any
0: uh, any uh, let's go the any Bronco. Other, any other thoughts or yeah. points on the Bronco that are? Just I mean, do you like, have
2: any questions, Park? About, about what we, we got, got to see? We got
0: notes for we got notes for all of it, brother. We got any any question you got? We got things.
1: <laughs> well, so I was actually going to make a comment on the appeal part of it. Uh, okay. So I think there is somewhat of a let's just call a spade a spade a douchiness with driving a Jeep. There's a huge douchiness to Jeep You know, like, most people that have them don't use them for what they're intended for, right? It's just a bunch of suburban kids, a bunch of yuppies, and they just have it, and they jack it up just to go to the grocery store, right? I feel like that's not the same with the Bronco. Not that the people are actually going to use it for off-roading, but if you pull up in a Bronco, I don't think anybody's going to go, oh, look at that Jeep douche, like, ooh, you know? Like, I would – I feel like it's a similar – Connotation, if you will, the same air about the car as an F one hundred and fifty. Like if I pulled up to my buddy's farm in a Bronco, I think it'd be like, all right, that's that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, same
1: as an F one hundred and fifty.
0: There's a level of badassery to the Bronco. Yeah, and and I'm not even going to mention society's play on the badassery of the Bronco being able to escape the law, but (laughs) there is some societal play that has made the Bronco car you did. Car over time. But you did. <laughs> I, just, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I just, I just made an open-ended comment, it. and I think, I think, but let's okay. Like our, our, the, our, our remaining notes are really like exterior, interior, driving, and we've really covered all of those. And I think, like you're saying, the appeal of a Bronco, side by side. I don't know anybody who honestly looks at cars and unbiasedly would side by side not pick the Bronco over the Wrangler. There are yeah, certain I, rules when you design a car. There are certain things that look good. And I get the branding for Jeep because they've sold to their people so well for so long. But if you're just objectively looking at two cars side by side, there is an obvious answer to which one of these looks better.
1: Does, does the Wrangler come in a V8?
2: That the a Wrangler, that uh, you, know? you can get it. Yes, you can get it actually with a 392 Hemi in it. I'm
0: really glad that you
1: knew the answer to that because you can actually it. Wow. you can get it with
0: the Hemi in it. That's pretty badass. It's pretty dope.
1: Do we have any idea on the the output there? Because as I look at these numbers, 310 horsepower, 400 torque, out of a 2.7 liter. That's crazy. Well, what they're pushing ask out of these this small dude about how much you days.
0: can tune these too. Like uh, I'm oh, sure yeah. you know, you can tune these EcoBoost engines to
1: obscene numbers. Because cause the V8 that I have is 390 horse and 400 torque. That's unbelievable. You're getting that out of a 2.7 liter for that for that kind of torque. Is, you know, yours, it's a, just, is yours a 4 or a 5? Mine's a 5 liter. It's the Coyote. V8. That's coyote huge. V8.
2: It's
0: the Coyote. Yeah, okay. I didn't know, yeah. but it's, damn, yeah. that's massive.
1: The Coyote is dope, so too.
0: I,
2: there are a lot, there's a lot you can do with the Coyote, but having a turbocharger on the, on the EcoBoost... There is, you know, it used to be like what they used to do with the diesels, like the 6.0 diesels and stuff back when, you know, Ford was really making, I mean, they still make some of them, like a variation of it, but back when they were making them in like 05, 06, that kind of that middle 2000s era, people were taking their trucks and that had 400 horsepower or 400 foot pounds of torque. And they were tuning to like eight or 900 foot pounds of torque with wow. just a chip because- they would just boost it to like the boost the turbos to the fucking moon, uh, stud the heads, and and the block could take that much pressure. My dad has an excursion. Okay, that has two hundred ten something thousand miles on it at this point. Probably has more than that at this point now. That car has six hundred horsepower and like eight hundred foot pounds of torque. Is that that's not stuff? And it's all wheel drive. No, it's just a tune we can turn it off. Actually when we go on trips when we tow on the car, we actually turn the performance tune off and we go to like a like a to, a towing tune which gives the horsepower lower or the cuz the compound turbo setup. So it actually puts a lot more torque low than at the higher end to tow. To tow. To tow, yeah. But we will run I mean that truck can outrun anything. We I can and there is <sighs> there there this is a story yeah, but Yeah, I was going to say it. There was a time my dad was driving home one night okay. and we have a really good friend with the Z06. It's had it since for a long time. It's an old C, uh, C6 Z06. It was right when it came out. He got the car. My dad's had the excursion since 05, uh, I think, or 06. He was driving the car back one night, and they stopped at a red light. We live in a very small town, and they wanted to race each other. And my dad's like, I'll beat you. He's like, yeah, and that thing, like that behind thing, he, and I, I've seen this happen. He told me it happened one time, and I did it another time when I was in high school, but that speedometer went, it only goes to 100. That speedometer went from 0 to 100, pegged off 100 a few times, and then went back around to the other side and kept going back up the other side. <laughs> that truck is so fast and it reminds me... Is this me, a Coyote engine? Is no, this is an old diesel. Okay, okay. But it reminds me... It's a diesel, me, bro. That's even crazier. Old diesel. You don't get those types of torque numbers out of a, of a V8. <laughs> uh... <laughs> these, But it reminds me, this right now reminds me of what those guys were doing with the trucks then, where they were just getting a tune on a chip, putting it in their car, and adding two, three, four, five hundred horsepower to You could do to their this cars. to the Bronco. You could do this yes. easily to the Bronco. And, I'm, and we've been doing it with F-150s for a while. These guys have been taking these F-150s, the V6 F-150s, and doing it with them for a little bit and getting crazy horsepower numbers does, well over the 500 does, mark how
0: does the block hold up how does the pressure in the turbos hold up how does I have up?
2: no idea
1: okay <laughs> that is a great question not the question not no, the question okay. look right, at the, the stats was, baby can
0: we do it it doesn't matter the was not <laughs> if we should do it. <laughs>
2: It's a new car. It's under warranty. Right. we are you talking about? Oh, shit. They're yeah, yeah. not going to ask any questions with a new chip in there. <laughs> Meanwhile, California just outlawed all tunes of all sorts. So uh, <sighs>
0: that's not like I'm, it was anyway. Hey, that's why we're registering to Montana. So any. It, <laughs> so I think um, our final Just Another Car Show thoughts on the Bronco. I think this is it. This is it. Sam, would you buy Can one? Can we add one more? One more. Okay. But that, one more and then would you buy it? Yes. Okay. So the
2: one more, and this makes me, if I was in the market for one of those, buy it. Okay. So yeah, wait. If and yes, or if if and yes, okay. but <laughs> it has the the turning radius in the Bronco mm-hmm. is insane. It's like, literally
0: better than the Miata. It's better I'm
2: than not my no, it really I'm isn't. Not it's better than my car too. I have like a Mercedes, and those wheels like you can see on my Mercedes, I have some. It turns. He has like some he, kick out. It, it looks it, like a drift kit. It looks key. like a drift kit on my on my Mercedes. It's hilarious. But that car, that truck. I'm gonna say truck
0: fucking turns dude okay there's a point okay we were in a we we (laughs) made we got we got kind of cornered back in like a rich neighborhood because i was trying to get through some canyon road area and we anyways full left i just put my head out the window to be curious I'm looking at the face of the wheel. Like, not the edge, not the... I'm looking at the full logo and the bolt pattern. I'm just staring at the face of the wheel. The car just moved sideways. Like, it was
2: really a two-lane road with a median that was maybe, what do you think, five
0: feet long? Yeah, four or five so feet So, it long. did a full U-turn. No no three-point turn, no nothing. It, it cut it the went, corner early. Whoop. Like, it was early on the corner, and I didn't even try... Dude,
2: we were like... we It <laughs> happened, and we were all like what the <laughs> hell did, like i was it was it was crazy because and that what made me that that's and and if i was looking at a jeep or a car that i wanted to take off-road and also drive around every day right. and haul my kids in and grill on the weekends whatever it is the bronco is an amazing car if you're looking at a jeep i if i was looking at that type of car right
0: i which, would which, buy it every which time. that type and the style of like jeep wrangler like versus bronco jeep wrangler versus bronco now,
2: now Personally, if I was looking at like trucks, yeah, I would probably push more towards an F one fifty. I would also Maybe look at the Tacomas
0: si- yeah. and and Tundras.
2: Definitely, I would push more towards the, like a truck. Truck though, because in the truck category, it really isn't a. It's not a truck, but it is a. Its size, it's an SUV. It's a big SUV. It's like a right. really big SUV, and if I was looking for that type of vehicle, like a Jeep, basically, it's either a Jeep or that. That is what I would pick every day of the week. I mean, I don't see a lot that I would. I mean, there's th- little things I think I could change, but like mostly, maybe I get the next package up. Okay, but other than that, I think that was. I mean, it was a good car. <laughs>
0: and and if it's MSRP, you spent forty grand on it, and that's yeah. an amazing car for forty grand. Like I, I'm sorry about what's happening in Ohio. and I'm sure it's happening everywhere, but. with my two cents on it park and i want also i'd love to hear what you think just knowing what you know but i would buy I, i literally we 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 put the car back the next day for the guy who rented it to us shout out to that shout out to that guy great experience great rental in general i got in the car with sam and i said if i lived anywhere that had a beach or mountains i would buy that tomorrow like i would there's not a question it's like Do I want to have fun off-road? Yes. Do I want to go get groceries? Yes. Do I want to have a comfortable daily driver I could pick up my friends in the airport in? Yes. It's literally everything that you want out of a car, especially if you're looking for a car that size, with none of the faults that a Jeep has. And it's cooler than a Jeep. So like, It's cooler. It's plus, plus, (laughs) plus for me. It's a win, win, win. Park, you already apparently looked, (laughs) so I'm curious what you're thinking. Already (laughs)
1: looked. Yeah. Um, That should be the next line of, of marketing from Ford. Bronco. It's cooler than a Jeep. That's, a, that's the <laughs> whole thing. Send the marketing that's team. That's the whole home. ad. Ford, let us know if you want to hire us. Oh, yeah. We're uh, sponsored now yeah, by
0: beer I, brands, Ford, and, 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 and yeah. Tools. And tools. <laughs> well,
1: to put another, another uh, coin in the bucket of we should be sponsored by Ford, I think we take for granted how good of a job Ford did with this because Chevy brought back the blazer mm-hmm. and totally screwed it up. I mean that th- that thing sucks. It's not an it's it's like a it's it's just another it's like a CRV.
2: Okay, wait. It has the don't, blazer don't, badge on it. I mean it. we listen we love we love Ford. We love Ford. We love where you're going. <laughs> but Ford is also screwed up too. So but we can get back to that but Ford is True, true. But yeah.
1: Specifically for the Bronco, right? And this reinvention of the Bronco, this is a great example of how well they did with it. And to not take for granted how hard it is to do because a lot of organizations have screwed it up. Yeah.
0: So you're you're moving into our third segment for the day. I I see where you're going. But just so yes much or no, Park Hill. Boys, Sorry. No, bro. All good. That's that means we just wrote our shit out well. Yes <laughs> or no. Yes or no. Would you be interested in buying a Bronco? Oh yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I've already I already looked, dude. I already yeah, looked. You're right.
0: You're right. I'm just trying to give you the closing point. So as long as you've made your closing points on the Bronco, we're good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a no-brainer. If it was cheaper, I'd already own one.
0: All right. So we'll uh we'll call the dealerships. We'll talk to some people. We'll see what we can make happen. Let me know.
1: I got know. you brother.
0: Moving into the car news, the just another car show car news, we know you know we're always keeping you up to date with all the coolest stuff. The very first piece of car news that all the JDM boys are going to be excited about is the Supra, the new Supra, the Z4, the Supra is coming in a manual in the beginning of 2022. So
2: 3 what? I thought this was 2022. This is 2022. We're in 2022. No, I thought I thought it
0: said, <laughs> I thought it, said it was coming this spring. Oh no. Oh really?
1: Oh yeah, no. That's Sorry. heartbreaking. Sorry for well, that. Well, when, when Sorry does the 2023 technically come out?
0: It. I think oh, good so. There. Are, okay. So this
2: is the whole thing. Is there's there's an article? A couple articles come out about the Super maybe coming in <laughs> the manual. Article. There are. <laughs> Nerd. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) There are a couple uh, articles that we're talking about the super coming a manual, which has been rumored for a very long time.
0: Well, Uh, but but it wasn't when they initially released it. Remember when they originally released? When they
2: originally released it, they said no manuals whatsoever.
0: And we know two people who bought them, knowing. Okay, well, I guess they'll never make a manual, so I'll buy this now. Maybe I'll swap it myself later. But, like, there are a lot of people who just committed to owning the automatic one. Yes. Which says a lot about the Supra in general. No, it
2: does. And it is – there was a lot of talk back even in – so our friend John bought his Supra in right. 20 – when did he buy a Supra? I think he bought a Supra in
0: 2020
2: because he okay. bought a 2021 model year. So he has the 2021 A91 – one of five hundred, like Supra,
0: and I think the yellow one we reviewed was bought in twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was an A ninety. Yeah, so exactly
2: the those. So that car, when he bought his car, he was told by his friend that works at a Toyota
0: dealership. So this is more of an in the know person. It,
2: and by in the know, you never really know how much they're in the know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like they so say like it's that, not very. You much. know,
0: everyone wants to
2: be cool, <laughs> but uh, basically, this guy told us that. That that the Supra was going to come in a manual, and the same time that they were going to release the manual, they were also going to release a. He said in the words three JZ. Okay. In those words, which just more meant a successor to the two JZ in a way that is more tunable and you know because the two JZ is so famous because you can just pump. pump all the boost
0: into it and it held and and let's be honest the engine that is in the super right now is not a true predecessor to the 2jz it's a bmw engine it's a z4 engine. not saying it's not a great it's, engine it, it's no we're not taking away from the engine yes. at all it's just not a toyota dedicated we put time cuz Toyota builds fucking amazing engines over time. Yes. Literally overqualified underperforming engines for decades. Yes. Underperforming <laughs> in the sense of like legal restrictions. But so for them to make a legitimate 3JZ would be a historic thing. It would be pretty crazy. I we, we, what we were talking about during that time was that
2: what they were talking about is basically they were going to come out with a manual and a Toyota engine at the same time. Like a Toyota strictly branded. toyota so that you not don't BMW. and find bmw parts like we have exactly okay. so <laughs> he bought his car knowing that okay and he bought a special edition on it uh, obviously and that car has the the a91 had the most horsepower at the time right of all the supers the best model you could buy so on and so forth and i think still to this day it is the top horsepower Trim, number. yes it's yeah. only like 20 over the stock one so it's not a lot more but it does have like it does have like ITBs on it, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it has a couple of things that are really good about making that engine a little more power. And they're talking about with this one when the manual comes out, they in the rumor, the rumor is that it's going to have five hundred something horsepower. Which is which how is much
0: over the current hundred. Okay,
2: that's a, that's significant. That's significant. It's yeah. a significant amount. And those engines can do it. I mean, John Super makes something over like it's like six hundred and forty horsepower on E eighty five a tune. Cold air intake, downpipe, and charge pipe, and he makes 600. So horsepower.
0: essentially, bolt-ons and a tune. Bolt-ons and a tune. He makes over 600 horsepower on the on a on his which to okay, the wheels like, to w- the wheels right not to the wheels. just at the crank. And this is on a car that is the size and weight of a BMW Z4. I'm not saying it's the same car because I love the Super. I don't want to throw any shade towards the Super, but it is the size of a small convertible hatch, with six or excuse me convertible B- Z. With 640 horsepower, yes, like I it's a very fast car. So, for Toyota to make a 3JZ, you we're gonna see that if if the 3JZ upholds, we would see thousand horsepower supers left and right,
2: yeah. And they 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 are existing at this point. There are some, right? There's there's like two or three that have like done the numbers, right? Like, but they're mostly like done up for actual race series and so on and so forth. And these
0: are these are six-figure cars these are not oh just like, like well the, into that that's what Well, I'm saying well, that if we well get into a, that. if we get three you you'll see them at car meets you'll see dudes just oh totally do yeah oh totally
2: but i and i think that the and the important part of this whole thing is that in the, and and the, the part the really the the reason we're talking about is because it's coming in a manual or it's rumored to be coming in a manual in early 2023 late 2020 i think it's going to come I think I think you mean 2022?
1: I 2022? really I think the article, late, really late 2020.
0: Yeah, super late 2020. Did you mean no. oh, did I say 2020? Yeah, did you mean
2: I late meant this tw- year? 20, yeah, this <laughs> okay, year. 2022. Okay, okay. So, like, I the article says they'll come in 2022. Okay, I think they mean late 2022, early 2023,
0: like how they do that spring edition. It's for a 20, all the, it'll be yeah. the 2023
2: model right, year okay. of the Supra. They will they're talking about it'll come in a manual, which I think is really dope. Like, I mean. I obviously I drive manual. Like that's I love doing it. Uh two of my cars right now are not manual, but they will be they eventually. W- they're plan there's a plan <laughs> to make them both manual, but uh they're not manual right now, but I do like those that's that's the car I want cuz I love the Supra and I've driven a, I've driven high, the higher horsepower numbers of the Supra and I love it to death. It's a fun car. It's missing that like driver. It's it's so quick. Well, okay, this is the thing is it's quick. It's really fast, but it's fast without knowing your facts. You look
0: down your speedometer and you're going, Oh my God. Twice the speed. Limit. I, when I drove the one in Florida and I was just driving the a 90. Yeah. Yeah. Not a tune. I mean, he's a uh, shout out to Lee. He's done stuff to it now. And literally again, like John, he essentially just put different like headers and down piping and it's yeah. like 150 plus horsepower. Yep. And, um, driving that car, I drove past a few cops. Accidentally, Florida cops are pretty chill, but, like, that car, I was always going 20 over what I thought I was going. Yeah. Like Just because it is comfortable, because it is mm-hmm. the modern age of sports cars. But, in part, can I pitch you a question? I don't know. Did you finish your point? I don't want to cut you off.
1: Bring it on, boys. Did I? I
0: don't know. I think I did. Okay. As long as you did, I don't want to cut you off. <laughs> We're good. Here. We're good. Mark, <laughs> is this happening just because the Nissan Z is coming out in manual?
1: Uh, it sure could. That's it a good sure question. <laughs> that's a really good question. Yeah, you know, this is this is really becoming an economics podcast and a marketing podcast. Oh, here we are again talking about everything um, comes
0: back to money.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question. I don't I don't know. Um, let me ask you this: Do are Wranglers still being produced in six speed manuals? Yes. Yes. Okay, so Ford hypothetically had to do that. Okay. Right. You see where you're going with you see, this? You see what I'm getting at yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah. So any idea the the move behind the manual 350Z?
0: I know that the Okay, cuz I have done a lot of research on this car cuz I am trying to sell one without being paid by Nissan. The 350Z <laughs> If they Z's, want to though, 400Z the Z, excuse, excuse both of us. The it's Z, the Z, now, the which Z. I think is dumb. They should have called it the four hundred Z. Did they not call the four hundred Z? It's, it's literally called the Z. There's no number. It's the Z. Boo. Which, yeah, <sighs> thumbs down on that. Thumbs down. That's some iPhone shit. That's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is some iPhone shit. Okay, but the reason it is coming in manual is because, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. Nissan wanted to create a sports car that was true to the sports car vein and model of a six cylinder turbo engine right to the manual transmission. They're saying all this without pointing a finger, but we know where they're pointing their finger, right? Where like, they're pointing their finger at Supra. They're pointing their finger at Toyota, but they're all that they're saying in their press releases okay. and in their coverage is, We are going to make a true sports car experience, V6, right to a manual transmission. That's all they say. But we know what they're saying. We're reading between the lines.
1: So I'll challenge you there. I don't know if it's necessarily at Toyota. Who's making a V6 sports car nowadays?
0: I think they're pointing it at the Supra, though. I think there is some... Because there is always the beef between... Nissan and Toyota Supra versus GTR. There's always the beef, right? And unfortunately, the new Supra can't even try to come near a a current GTR. Because shout out to Nissan for not killing that car and continuing to expand on it, building into the later portion of our of our podcast. But. They just want it to become the next like, because think about what that's going to do for the car economy, like. The car infrastructure. Well, I mean, needs I think it's to talk about. Like I that. think
2: both these things is to talk about where are we going as sports cars? Because I mean, we we've seen for the last five or six years, manual has been pushed away. Like, car companies have pushed the manual transmission farther and farther right. away. I mean, the Mustang comes in a manual, yeah,
0: which is sport. Eh, it's not really a sports car, it's, and it's also not. I. It's not. And I same just round. say it's not a great manual transmission. The. Correct. It
2: isn't the, the MT 82 or whatever it is, is not You're you're right. Okay. That's all I'm saying. The, there's a couple of, you were like, ready, hey, to, you were ready to
1: jump off the couch there on that one. <laughs> wow. I was like, did you see I set it up here? I was ready. To you're go. like, he's ready to run. <laughs> um,
2: the, the Mustang Miata, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the port Porsche still comes in a manual. Thank you. Um, yeah, the, let's also get sponsored
0: by them. We talk about that. So I love much. Porsche. <laughs> we love Porsche. Uh,
2: the, what other cars come in a manual? They're sports cars, Camaro. Yeah, if you spend a lot of money on it, Camaro and the Challenger, all the the three muscle, the American muscle brothers, come coming.
1: Uh, Volkswagens, but maybe the, the any of the GTIs. I don't know if they still come yeah. in. A I think Volkswagen. That is, Volkswagen. Some manual. You're that's right. You're right. The new the new WRX. Uh, I just read an article. On I this. think I it, does, it does the or
2: BRZ. Not. Well, call it the BRZ. The BRZ, BRZ is really a, BRZ a sports car. Eighty-six. I mean
1: the, the, the new WRX. The,
2: the WRX yes. is a sports car, but is it?
0: It's a rally car. It's not a sports car. There's a difference. There but is, it is a difference. manual. It does Fair. come
2: manual. So, but honestly, like we're having we're being hard to think about what cars do come in a manual. Right. And at the end of the day, that's been the trend for the last five years. Is they've been getting rid of those cars with manuals transmissions. Think about this.
0: Fifteen years yep. ago, someone would have sh- had to shit the bed for Toyota to release a sports car. Without the manual, exactly, right. and 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 w- none of us batted an eye when the they Super were worse. Came out without. They were worse. I mean, like at,
2: back then, manual and automatic transmissions were not great. What well, you can just right. say? that's that. terrible. That's they terrible. weren't great. Uh, we've all had we've all had a car with an old man an old automatic transmission, yes. and it's just not great. Mm-hmm. The new ones are so amazing, and they are faster. Don't get me wrong, the four the four hundred Zs, whatever the hell you want to call it, that car will be faster than the automatic. By far. The a Porsche is faster than the automatic. The Supra will be faster than the automatic. These will all be faster than the automatics. But do but, we care? <laughs> we don't it, care, and that's it, the important that's thing. That's the point. I think these companies have figured out that the people who are buying these niche cars, like the Supra is a niche car. Yes. The, a Porsche 911, it's on the edge being a niche car. Like There are a lot of people who just buy on the drive around town. They go through Beverly Hills every day. Um, but most people it's a, they want a Porsche. They want, they want to go drive, like drive. Right. They want a car they can carve a The Boxster with.
1: is the perfect example of that, right? Yeah. Because no one's buying a Boxster because they want to show their friends they have a Boxster. Right. Most people are going to get laughed out of the car show for driving a Boxster, right? It's a fake Porsche. Nobody really cares. So in my mind, that is, that is Porsche's most pure driving car. Mm-hmm. Which to your point? About- people buy nine elevens to tell their friends they have a nine eleven, but not a Boxster.
0: Right,
2: and I think that's I think that's the interesting point is that I think that these car companies are seeing people being mad at
0: getting like when Sup- when they when Toyota released the Supra, they were pissed. Oh, bro, I remember like making. I was definitely on the boat before driving one, of like. I'm sorry. Fuck this car. It's not even a Toyota and it's not even an automatic and it's not even a manual. Like I did not care about the car. I earned respect for it after I drove it because it deserves a lot of respect. It's an amazing car. It really is. But like we all and it's as a company, it's hard to overcome that marketing level. Like there are a lot of people who dismissed the car. Okay. It's a BMW Z4 and it's not an manual. I don't want it. It's not a real Supra. There's still that crowd. It's not a real Supra. That crowd is getting smaller as people drive them. Oh, no. If you it, And this is the thing. If you're one of those people
2: who thinks the Supra is not a real Supra and is not worth the hype or whatever, right? if you can get in one and drive one or, change your mind. or ride in one even – it will change your mind. Those yeah. cars are amazing. And yeah. I even didn't like the looks of them originally. Like I the first one I ever saw was in red and it was driving on a highway and it passed me. Right. And I honestly didn't like it. When John brought his car, literally, he went from the dealership and drove it here that and day. And he had a black one, right? He before a, he wrapped it. It was black before he wrapped it. Right. And I could not it was amazing. It was beautiful. Like I it took me a long time. I think it took me a little bit to get used to the car because even the renders didn't, for me, didn't look it looked cool. The
0: renders looked cooler than the production model which is always what happens which is always what happens but, but like the renders looked pretty saucy i'm not gonna they lie.
2: did but like I, there was something about the lines that felt weird to me. now mirrors. i think about it i'm like oh i get it yeah but it at the time wasn't right i think it's cool now what i think that they saw everyone was being so pissed about it not having a manual in it that now they're like oh wait all these car companies are like oh wait they actually want the manuals,
0: dude. The fact that the Z comes with a manual is like a huge green flag for automotive industry. No, it is. Like the fact that they didn't just go, well, you know, we, we don't need it. it. They didn't do it, yeah. So do we have to do it? Fuck it, let's not. And it does cost them more it's money. A, they lose money. They do lose. It was like it was literally like 2012 because I researched it back then. Yeah, when automotive makers started losing money on manuals because just. People don't want them wow. as a mass of society because the
2: amount of R and D it takes to put a manual in some of these cars, right. and the amount of actual like, developing
0: another transmission,
2: another a whole another tuning system because they can't just like tune it to just keep driving. They have to, you know, have you know, re- have to have nowadays. You have to have auto rev matching, and you have to have this, and you have to have anti stall. Have have this
0: weird fucking yeah, this shit where you, like it doesn't even roll back on you if you're in yeah. this gear. Like. Which,
2: by the way, I am going to say that my Mercedes has the no rollback feature. That shit's great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure when don't, you're driving in traffic regularly, yeah,
2: and going on like 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 Coldwater Canyon, going into yeah. like Beverly yeah. Hills, the roads are all like this, and you're sitting in like stop and go traffic going like this. That's pretty nice. It's good because it, on that car it doesn't have a normal e brake. A lot of these new okay. cars that uh, people don't realize is you can't do the whole mm-hmm. e brake trick where you hold the e brake like you learn to drive in a manual. You can't do that
0: because it's electric e brake. I'm assuming is it's it's still
2: a pedal but it's a pedal it's a pedal it's not a a uh, thing to hold yeah.
0: so it'd be really weird
2: you'd have to like push the clutch in and also pedal and Wait, wait 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 <laughs> push the clutch in somehow and then you give it gas then you reach down here and you somehow <laughs> pull this and then then immediately like let out the clutch <laughs> And then you'll be fine. You just
0: you just told me reason number three thousand nine hundred and twenty one why I'm never selling the Miata. Like there's just things about. I'm just gonna put a hydro in the Mercedes. There you go. There you go. No, but it was really nice though. But for real. Okay. So coming back around, coming back around. The fact that this is happening is a green flag for the automotive industry. Any any final thoughts on just the super coming in a manual? Park, you got something for us?
1: Yeah. So I think I think enthusiasts and manufacturers have been at odds for a while on this and I think we can meet in the middle here it's just give us our niche cars right like for Porsche give us you know give us the Boxster and maybe give us 500 800 a thousand 911's a year that are that are manual we understand the business behind it it doesn't make sense for us to you to for you to just pump out these manuals but give us the cars Better example: the Camry and the Corolla. No one's in line except for maybe five people in the entire world that are sitting there thinking, "Man, I really wish my old—I I miss my old five-speed Accord. I just really wish I had one."
0: Do you mean the no. yeah, the five people who want that?
1: Yeah, and and you know, Honda is not going to make that change for the Accord people, or the Civic people. We're not asking for that, right? We want our niche sports cars in a manual. I, I think you should be able to give us that. Right? I think that's a fair compromise. You're
0: a billion dollar company. I think I think you're completely right, Park. I think we deserve a thousand manual Porsche nine elevens a year from a, a
1: people will pay for company. it. Yeah. Right? Pass pass the cost increase on to us, I guarantee you people will pay for it. Sadly, it, it's like one of those sad things too,
2: where like with newer regulations in emissions uh, and so on and
1: so
0: forth we and live in montana sam we wish you lived in montana <laughs> uh with regulations this
2: is just this is just across the across the world not even across our country but this is just across the world like especially the eu like what they're putting in place with what you have to do emissions wise yeah and by 2025 like it's hard for these companies to do this now. Like, it's the reason where we saw the RS get killed off. It's the reason we're seeing, like, a lot of these cars, which are higher performance. RIP. It's the reason we're seeing no, like, the F 150s. You can see the trend that Ford's going with. They're putting, right? They're not putting a V8 in the Bronco because, because they, they don't can't. want, well, they can, but they have to offset that somewhere else. I was going to
0: say, they can't afford to put the V8. Yeah. In the
2: so it's like they need to make sure that they can offset their cost and their, their, carbon emissions or whatever and the manual at the end of the day in a test of emissions even though the engine is the same in both cars you will get worse emissions yes. nowadays in a manual yes. because you have, the gear ratios are not set up like a automatic. It's and the it reason can't
0: it's run through 10 gears in that much time. Well, and you're, and
2: when you're cruising like on the highway, it can't just like shift it, you know, 1500, 2000 RPMs every yes, time it right. has to rev out a little bit longer sometimes. And you have to do, hey. so it makes
0: sense. It just sucks. In because, fairness, I was sitting in fourth on the highway in the Miata for 20 minutes today. Didn't even just going like, because I could in and, and an automatic because. and an automatic would have me in would have me in ninth at that point in time. Well, luckily,
2: the Mustang only has three gears and third gear isn't even overdrive. So I was just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so any
0: final thoughts on the Supra coming in a in a in a manual? Dope. I don't know if I. I'm not still going to buy a Supra. I think they're dope, but like yeah, I'm with that. I'm not well because I can't. I can't afford one, and I, even if I could, I'd buy something older.
1: Probably, yeah. yeah. What park? Hey. I'm. I'm with you guys. I think it's exciting news. Hopefully, the rest of the industry catches on to. We can figure this out with the niche market, and then just pump out, ungodly amounts of of 2.7 liter V6s with a 10 speed and get away with it.
2: I can't wait till one crashes and we get to swap Johns into
0: a manual. We just need to please God send us a very rich person's because we don't want it to hurt them. Very rich persons. Total. Oh, the insurance will cover it. I know, but I just don't want. Listen, if they're buying like, a brand new, if they're buying a brand new, I want this to happen to someone who has other cars. I want someone to lead like, the
2: dealership. Amelia <laughs> hit a telephone pole and go to a salvage auction. And, <laughs> and then, and then like, we're there the next day. And then we buy it. <laughs>
0: And we get the mail transmission out of okay. it. Okay. Okay. And I'm we convince John to put it in his car. I'll sp- speaking it into existence. Okay. It's happening, it's happening. We're doing it. So taking note from the Supra and moving into our open ended discussion for the day, our open ended discussion covers remakes on old cars. So specifically car companies that stopped making a model of a car at one point in time and then has brought that model back in the future, like the Bronco or the Supra. Now, we kind of have a short list to get us going here, and we'll roll down that list and then kind of cover any other ones that we think. But we want to kind of like go down the list and then rate, maybe maybe we give them a jack score. You never know. Zero to ten, how good of a job that company did bringing back that car. So first on the list, we have the Camaro. The Camaros were brought back in the late 2000s. Um, really big push around the Bumblebee appearance and the trans original. Tra- I'm not even kidding. <laughs> no, you're right. I was, was going to say that the amount of marketing <laughs> that they fucking put into transformers just so that they would have the new Camaro in transformers, which looked so much better in the movie than it did in real life is like, okay, that's the first one on the list park, starting with you. How do you think Chevy did bringing back the Camaro? I want you to give us some points and then I want you to give us a zero to 10 Jack score. On what Parkhill thinks Chevy did
1: bringing back the Camaro. Yeah, uh, rough start, but uh, they warmed up with it. I think now it looks really nice, and I think it's got some decent performance stats behind it. When it first came out, hype factor I think gave it a lot of points. I think I, the, I, I think they were really the first to come with it, right? Right. You know, because then Dodge followed suit with the Challenger and the Charger. Um, Wait, was so, Ford still right, making Ford Mustang? Ford never stopped making the Mustang. I was going to say,
0: the Mustang, I remember the there 2004s was a, right. that I've blocked out of my mind.
2: There was a Mustang <laughs> gap from, like, which was the Mustang two they made in, like, the late Hysterical. 70s. Hysterical.
1: Which is ugly, and you can buy one for, like, 500 bucks now. Because it had a little tiny four banger in it, right? Because of the uh, as donut references all the time, the oil crisis.
2: Yeah, they did have some other ones, but yes, they're most of them were
1: like tiny four bangers. Like, okay, so disturbing. that that's
0: negated. But the Camaro. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. So right now, I I like the Camaro. I'm a big fan. I uh, I think it's a really good looking car. I think it's got the performance stats to back it up. It did some. Uh, I want to, like, slalom and, and figure eight up against, I think, a Boxster or a Cayman. And it and it held its own pretty well. Yeah. So, I'd, I'd give the Camaro, if, if you're interested in American muscle that's going to do more than just go down the drag strip, I'd give it probably a 7.5 out of 10. But, but compared... Camaro's, I think, uh, doing well.
2: But my whole thing is, compared to the original Camaro, like, that's where I think
0: this, this point is, is, like, mm. does it keep the heritage of the original camaro i think that is the main question i think i mean i mean yes rate the car because the car like for me i would have rated the car very low and then it was like 2015 that they made the legitimate zl ones the ones with the such fat tires front and back that it actually maintained grip and had good like track times that's when i would respect the car more but as far as bringing the car
2: back like looking at it like looking at it as a as as a heritage car looking at the if you put oh, a 67 a 67 Camaro next to a 2000 whatever it doesn't matter yeah. yeah even even the new ones even the 2018 or 2020 2021 do those cars hold the heritage of the original cars and i think because we were talking about the bronco earlier and how the bronco really does it's a good perfect. job it's perfect it's it, it perfect it did an amazing job Small shout out, but the Mustang Ford, in general, has done a really good job. The Mustang still has all of the. Either.
0: Are we are we not mentioning the dark years from like two thousand four to two thousand until the most recent? But day. but yes, okay. Those th- those <laughs> years because those are, years are like that doesn't look like a Mustang. No, but um,
2: but new. There is a whole thing of like the like that that vintage looking style that looks new. Yeah, and you know anything from even you know the. Any of the newer Mustangs, S five hundred and fifty specifically, you put that next to my car. You put a brand new white Mustang next to my white sixty six. Yeah, in the same color, they still yeah. use the same colors and everything. The tail lights look the same. The center and look the same on the back. Yeah. The, the grill has
0: the same style. The, cue the
2: fronts are the the headlights, which uh, I don't know. Not a hell of a lot of people know this, but the fronts are based off like the 71 where right. it was one light and then lines like this coming up off of it. Right. And they're based off those and they look just like them. Even my car has little slants. There was yeah, at the start I, of that. It yeah. started that slanting. I actually noticed that today. Did you know little tiny
0: like fish gills right before your main grill with the, the Mustang logo in the middle yes, and yeah. the
2: whole thing. They've done a great job at keeping those cars looking like the originals and the Bronco as well. That's the whole thing. It's like, does that Camaro, when you put, put an old Camaro, okay. a new Camaro,
0: bring all the muscle cars into the Camaro conversation, bring all the so Challenger, and Charger. Challenger, you have to compare it to its crowd, right? So we know, let's say, let's say at the crowd right now, we know Mustang's at the top, Camaros at the bottom, but you also have to include Challenger and Charger. And in, in my opinion, I think the best brought back muscle car, cause you can't really count Mustang cause it's, it's never, never, left. It's never de- it never left. The best brought back muscle car is the current Challenger. Because I don't, I'm not. I think so. No, I agree. I I love a challenger, but I'm saying the look, and especially now that they have this, like they have like almost over fenders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have a wide body version. Yeah, yeah, they're the wide body body version. It's kind of it, like it, like park that next to what a 72. Yeah. 72 challenger. Yeah. They're the same car. I get it with the headlights, with the taillights, with the wide body with the, the front f- grill with even the, the line of the car from the front to the back with the higher rear yep. end like that's that's a, in my book. That's a 10 out of 10 that you did a great job. You have the same car. It's just the new version. Bronco also 10 out of 10 looking at the grand like spectacle of all the American muscle cars, I think the challengers at the top. I'd be curious to think what or hear what you guys think and you, again. Don't include Mustang. Mustang does not. No, nope, Mustang does not count. Challenger definitely did the best.
2: Uh, the Charger looks nothing like the original Charger.
1: Mm. Uh, Parker,
0: are you googling over there? I'm. I'm seeing the side eye.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think it's the Challenger at the top. Challenger is the best. So we give the Challenger yeah. a
0: 10. Out, if we give the Challenger and the Bronco a 10 out of 10. Where do the Camaro and where do the Charger fit? I'll put the Charger at like a, what 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 do you like a three?
2: Yeah, I don't.
0: Yeah, the Charger looks nothing like
2: the old Charger. I don't even know where that. I don't even know why they called it the Charger.
0: It's literally just like, they knew that when they made the Challenger, they also needed like a four-door sports car, and so they were like, "Fuck it, we got this name." Yeah, we can we can, <laughs> <laughs> we can use the name and it'll look cool next to the Challenger. So yeah. Because old Chargers are dope. Old Chargers are badass. New Chargers are cop cars. <laughs> like the, they, they are, You know, like, yeah. uh, we don't like them. I don't like them. Don't there's like just a negative. There's a negative annotation there. I'm not going to say why or how, but it's just like, it just doesn't sit right. Because I, I
2: think the Camaro has more styling cues via based off the original car than mm. the charger does yeah i would put the charger all the way at the bottom but the and the camaro just a a little bit above that because they did they
0: did a really bad job of like trying to maintain the grill and the headlights and the taillights and then they said fuck it for the rest of it i feel with the charger or or, excuse me with the camaro
1: yeah i'm with you on that
0: so park what what other cars do you think i also put uh dodge dart on this list i put you know the nissan z the super these are all kind of cars we've been talking about some of those ones that really stand out to you that you feel they did a good job bringing it back, but maybe some other ones that they didn't.
1: Uh, Dodge Dart. I didn't even know it was based off of an older model until somebody brought it up one day. So, never in my mind was that paying homage to an old one. I don't think one ever left though. Uh, I, th- I don't think they brought that back. I think they did. Kinda-
0: how? I thought, when? I thought it died in like the 70s or 80s, and then they brought it, it back. It was the it was
1: like the late the, uh, 90s. revamp of the neon. The basically, neon. it was their small midsize. Is this what
0: they did? Is that what they did? They made the neon bigger. They just made the neon bigger and called it a dart. Yeah, I think so. That's my guess. So is that a zero out of ten? <laughs> that is, it doesn't count out of ten. Because <laughs> yeah. honestly, yeah. the
1: neon. W- I couldn't give it a zero, so I gave it a one.
0: <laughs> but the neon was a cool car. I had a friend that had a neon, and his friend had the like the performance SRT four SRT four SRT four Dodge Neon banger. But they were they, like they were both manuals. They were kind of fun to drive. They were poorly built. I took my driver's bad. test yeah.
2: in a Dodge Neon, and I had to put my front seat all the way touching the back seat because I couldn't drive it if I didn't. Uh,
0: okay. It was great. So the Dodge yeah. Dart we've removed. We almost don't count that. What do, guys, what do you guys think? Bad. What do you think styling Q-wise and just like bringing it back? What do you guys honestly think about the Supra?
1: i'm not sure it really pays homage to that that pause
0: said so much i'm sorry parker what did you say but the pause said so much
1: (laughs) i just i don't think it really pays homage that well to the old one okay i think it like they tried to with the little duck tail on there but like the super had that huge arch of a tail on it which i thought was cool right so the super really doesn't do it for me. The Z, I think, is the if you've seen the concept. Okay. And I don't know if what I'm thinking of is the actual it is. Z. Yes. But it okay, then it looks like the OG like Datsun, like the two hundred and forty, whatever. Like that is what we what we talked about in high school a lot. Like that, that's really cool. Uh, they they're doing a nice job with that. It does. It, it's a dope. It's a really good looking Bro,
0: car. I think Park said it right. Like if you parked a two for, the, at the LA Auto Show, yeah, at the LA Auto Show, they had a two forty OG two forty, like I don't even know the purest one probably in existence currently. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Sitting right next to the four. The, I want to call it the four hundred. Just call it the four hundred. The four hundred Z. And they and they like. I looked at that, and, I, okay, so, again, I'm trying to sell one without working for Nissan. Looking at it, I was like, yo, the back end looks like the 300 Zs. Like, the fat, wide body, the one that Diablo stole cues from. The front of it looks like a 240, and the line is exactly the same. What do you give the rating for the Z? coming? Because, because we know. The new Z. The new Z. This is now. Yeah. Where it's not the concept. We've seen the real thing in real life. What do you think of it versus the 240 dots on? to the nissan z
2: oh i think it's a really i think it's a really good homage to that like
0: car. what the 10 out of 10 or is that the level of the bronco um,
2: i wouldn't say 10 out of 10 the bronco is way on it's another level of like perfect proportion type okay. stuff but like as the proportions of like a copy of a car like on the lines of like a mustang okay i think or the challenger i think it's on that level where it is so close to it's not that close right but it's close like you can tell those two cars
0: are the same family of cars like parked next to each other this and this is a good unit of yeah. measure if you park them next to each other and someone who's maybe not as in tune with the automobile industry as we are could realize like yo, that looks like the granddad of that or that looks like the fifth generation of that then i think they did a good job yeah and i think i think you're right i think with the bronco it's undoubted I think with the Z, it's pretty damn near. It is. It's like, I think if you look at the rear end of a Mustang, it's beyond a shadow of a doubt. But yeah. I think the front is still kind of tricky. I know we're not really talking about Mustangs. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but I get but, you. know, It is It is something to note. Park, what are you
1: thinking over there? Uh, so the other honorable mention here, I think, is the 911. I would say that's one of the most consistent now yeah. it doesn't fit the list right but if we're bringing the Mustang into this I feel obligated yeah. to bring the 911
0: in there's our Euroboy there's our your without a in. doubt
1: <laughs> without a doubt it's the same the 911 is since its inception the two round headlights and then the two taillights either in the very corner or that round the end well
0: just the silhouette uh, but yeah that's and like the historic. silhouette
1: too the lines
0: you're essentially yeah. you're saying like you're like holding the gold standard up, standard up right now, like the the from the three five six right, which wasn't even nine eleven. Yeah, even that
1: far back. Yeah, like which you're was, talking which about your what time? year? What what like year? Like
2: six like early sixties. Right. Wait okay. wait maybe like fifties. Yep. Those cars, I don't remember the. Th- yeah. I It might have been you starting in fifty nine or like early sixty number. I don't remember, but either way, that car. Comparatively to the 911, you can look at those two cars parked next to each other. And there was, they were parked next to each other today at, at, yeah. the, at, the, at our Brecky car meet today. They Shout le- out to
0: that meet. It was a beautiful meet. Brecky be is great. Thank meet. you, guys. You Thank guys you are always guys. amazing. Thank you so much. have always been great. Uh,
2: but those two cars look the same. That is, you're right, is really the gold standard of the silhouette even looks great. And that's not even 911. Then the 911, 911, like the actual, like old school, original 911s look exactly the same as the newer 911s. They look
0: identical. And it, the worst thing about that car is there's they've done such a good job of keeping it the same. Yeah. You can see the parts where the government came in and said that taillight needs to be higher. Like I have one better. Like, but
2: I have one better than 911. Okay. Ooh. That's longer running. Okay. The Beetle.
0: All right. All right. They brought well wait. Even...
2: They stopped making them right. in the late 70s. Okay. And they started making yeah. them again in like The beginning of the 2000s, right? And if you want to talk about cars that look, I mean, we're I'm not, it's not a cool car. No, but but they look. That's a a very good point. You can look at a brand new 2021 Beetle and a 1952 Beetle. Thanks
0: for watching the Justin. (laughs) (laughs) And those cars look exactly the same. I think I think they lost the. I'm not you're, you're this is the gold oh, standard. I hate but from like 2000 what 4 to 2012. This yeah. is like the newest generation of Beetle that they just made has a little bit longer front end. The weird refresh. Yeah. Curve. I think that's like literally like the spitting image of the original one almost. Yeah. But you're right. I they've never not looked like do you want to say PT Cruiser? No, <laughs> <laughs> they brought never, the PT Cruiser back.
2: <laughs> they've never looked. They've always looked the same. Yeah, and like even yeah, like yeah. you know you could have an old one and new one parked next to each other, and they looked exactly the same. And did they war, ever
0: stop? They stopped.
2: They did. They stopped for a really long time. From like what seventy? Stopped for like thirty something like, years, forty yeah, something years. They
0: didn't. They they even made like another Herbie Rides Again movie. Should bring back some they childhood did. memories. of they like did. With the newer Herbie. Model. model, you know what they, I'm talking about. I
2: never, saw, I know about it. But I never saw it.
0: Right, the, I didn't either. But they had the original Herbie, Herbie the original, right. Then they had a Lindsay Lohan version, right. And then and they then they had, had another the one new version with the new, the model, new whatever that was, like yeah. 2005.
2: Herbie rides again. No, that was that was Lindsay Lohan. That one was, but it had
0: the new model in it, right. No, like I the, think it was only. The, I think yeah. that was only the old one. Okay, well, but then
2: no, I think they did make it. I think you're right. There was another one. There was another with a new beetle. So
0: if they had to make a whole new movie just because you made the car, that's that's the gold standard. But
1: yeah. I well, think, the Italian job, the Mini Cooper did the same thing. The they Mini had Cooper oh job God. back in the seventies.
0: How did we not put Mini yeah, Cooper? On this mini park. Park. Great that, wait, the new Mini Cooper. Other than wait, because they did stop making
2: that. Wait, the new Mini Cooper or any of the Mini Coopers like of the modern era. Are tw- if you've ever seen an original Mini Cooper, they are twice the size of the original. Well, they ones. have to. Yeah. They, that's they're not allowed. Like y- you could like- fit a couple Mini Coopers inside the new John Cooper Works. But but <laughs> you do. But, but you're not wrong. And and
0: I have more love for the original Mini Coopers than the new ones. But I still have love for the new ones. Actually,
2: that's the gold standard because they even kept the engine in the same place. Like Beetle moved the engine to the front. Okay. They, they 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 screwed all that up eventually. But like True. they kept it every they kept they kept the dial in the middle they, 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 oh my
0: gosh dude my they uncle did. owns um i think it's a 2011 mini cooper s yeah and dude it's a turbo like four cylinder ever seen the italian job the
2: movie oh uh, yeah i think so oh if you have you know you, no, you either have or you know if it's like gone six seconds level of like car movies like why have i not they're basically it's a heist but they're all three driving mini cooper s's Yo, yo, we're going to okay, watch okay, that okay, movie. Right, we're right. going to watch that movie. You need Shout to watch that movie. Shout out to the Italian job. But for real, I yeah. feel like that's
0: a fun-ass car to drive. Yeah. And it's, you're right. They've done a great job of keeping it exactly as they have. Are there any other mentions before we close this ninth episode of the podcast? Any
1: other mentions, Park? So what I was going to say is more than manufacturers refreshing, what I'm really excited for, and hopefully within the next five to ten years, this is something that's actually affordable, Are just buying old cars, turning them electric. Oh yeah. So you don't have to worry about trying to find an old engine for it and maintaining the old internal combustion. I would kill for an electric 944. Because the 944 is just way too slow right now. What did we see? If I could find an electric 944, that would be. What did we see at the at the
0: Brecky? Shout out to Brecky again. What did we see at the Brecky car show today?
2: There are couple companies in and one of them is ev west which Uh has been very popular in the recent years that converts cars we got to see a beetle today which i've seen a couple of these at this point that was literally they just take the all it is is they literally take the engine off and they bolt it right on the transaxle as is they hook up batteries hook up computers and it is now an electric car and so sick. they they've done it ev west does it uh Ford and GM I believe have both announced they're making drop-in replacements for oh, wow. like I think I think it's GM is having a drop-in like 350 small block style mount everything for a electric motor to put in their cars. Ford I believe is doing exactly the same thing yeah. where I could take my Mustang and switch to I mean switch it to a you know electric motor and everything like that. There's companies that have been taking since Tesla basically came out they have been taking the Tesla motors out of the Model yes, S's yes. and putting just one into any car. There's a really guy on YouTube. I wish I knew it. I wish I knew what his channel was. But he has been doing it for a very long time and has a old BMW like 325i that the engine blew in it. And he just like oh, put a Tesla I, I motor in I know who
0: it. you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. And he about. just drives Zach. around every day like a yeah. normal car. Yeah. And he's
2: thousands and thousands and thousands of miles on this car. And he just drives
0: it. It's just vibing.
2: And it's great yeah. because the engine's not dead. When the car gets wrecked, the engine's not dead. And the batteries just need to be changed or so right. on and so forth. And they right. just get new batteries or whatever. And they – you're. I mean, it is. It's like – and what cars – I mean, another car we want to mention too in that same electric, electrification category is today we were driving on the road and we saw three different signs for the new VW bus, which we haven't talked about yet, uh, which yeah. is apparently an
0: all-electric VW bus. Which, which – put sick. it on the list – the renderings, the look renderings, exactly like the hippie vans. Yes. Like, I hope one day to see someone driving an electric VW bus with a huge ass peace sign on the front, and it just fits. It's like, gonna, look, yo, it's great. It's, it's an, gonna, and fit. that's another one
2: of those cars that hasn't changed. And it, if they bring it back and if they do it great, which apparently they're doing, so sick. It's gonna look exactly the same. It's gonna be so sick. Like, you see it now, Park? Are you looking at it? Up? Up?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: it looks badass. It looks so. It's, and, it, it's, and it even has like the really nice modern touches to it that, yes. like... again, these are renderings, but it would look so bad. Like, that would be a car that you're like, hey, do you have kids? Yeah. Do you want to look like a freaking pimp everywhere you <laughs> go? Yeah. yeah. Buy this van. Like, Buy this. Also, do you want to get all the tax discounts because it's electric? Do you want to yes. surf? Do you want to do yes, all this? Yes, Buy the van. Yes. Do you yeah. want to be a hippie? Yeah, I think it'll sell well in California. That's all. It'll I'll sell say. very well in California. Yeah.
1: yeah it'll be it'll be a lot of fun any any final but still to this point the last the last thing i'm still looking at the this new rendering versus the old one and i'd rather take the old one with an electric motor put in the back i agree that, with you that's my classic guy on this, Is that i'd rather take the classic with the electric motor than than buy into this new hipster thing it's way more hipster, hipster to buy the og <laughs> than it is to buy the it new is. one. Trying You're
0: to not wrong. You're not wrong.
2: Maybe we should just convince... I mean, if Sam's if Sam's car ever blows his engine, maybe we should convince him to go electric.
0: I think that'd be pretty easy. That'd be
2: pretty sick. That'd be pretty easy. To convince him. Well, yeah. yeah, money. But, I mean, you know, uh, it's a thing. But, nah. eh, whatever money. Nah.
0: Well, hopefully one day we'll be able to convince Sam to convert his OG bus... To an electric bus, so he could be the cool. We know that would appeal to Sam. He'd be, on bags, he'd be the on bags. He'd be the coolest hipster <laughs> that anybody would know. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching episode nine of the Just Another Car Show Podcast. Make sure you check it out on Spotify and Apple Podcast. If you don't get it on YouTube, we'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks again for watching. Bye.